All right. Uh, this is not a joke that I can take credit for. This is uh, coming straight from Reddit. Oh, off of one of my favorite subreddits. Oh, God. R slash dad jokes. Um, I actually told you this one earlier. This is for, actually for all of our listeners. Uh, I actually got put into the hospital recently because of a peekaboo accident. And they put me in the ICU. <laughs> I hate you. I know, and I hate the joke. It's so good. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, um, welcome to our podcast. Insert title music. <laughs> Dear listeners, and welcome to At Odds with the Gods podcasts. I'm Joey. I'm Jordan. And I feel like we should probably say that six times in a row. Because <laughs> we just realized we have not been doing that in our last episode. <laughs> at the very least, say Jordan's name every now and then, so you at least know what her name is. Maybe not mine. I'm I don't know how. That, I mean, I'm the one that does all the work anyway. So. That's fair. <laughs> I'm just here to make you laugh. <laughs> Hey, I edit, I half edited like one episode. You're learning. You're learning. <laughs> and research one episode. I'll get there. Um anyway, so welcome to a episode 16. Episode that's not about Zeus or anything western at all. Yes, we're we're I'd say we're changing uh up our flavor, but it's not like we haven't done this before. So I thought you were going to say it's not like we have a flavor. <laughs> we don't. I mean, we're, we're white. white. <laughs> Salt and pepper, baby. We made the joke the other day because Jordan was making dinner and we were, you know, you've ever seen the post where it's like, uh, I just spice until my ancestors tell me to stop. And we were like, we we go until our ancestors tell us to stop and, and then, then we, we go more. Because <laughs> our ancestors say, no, pepper's too spicy. <laughs> Is I that s- chili powder? I saw a post once that said... <laughs> Britain spent so much time and resources conquering the world just to get spices and then decided they didn't like most of them. Or any of them. What is beans on toast? Where is any spice? (laughs) English listeners, can you please? We genuinely do not understand the allure of beans on toast. I'm not trying to be shady. I just don't understand. It's okay. We we get that you make fun of Americans and... uh, For everything, which... Honestly... I see why. Same. (laughs) So to our main topic today, who are we who are we learning about? We are doing our first Japanese deity okay, today. Cool. We're going to be talking about Ameno Uzume no Mikoto. Um, I will just be calling her either Ameno Uzume or just Uzume. Uzume sounds great. Uzume, Ameno Uzume. We'll see. Ameno Uzume no Mikoto. No Mikoto. She okay. is the Japanese Shinto goddess of dawn, good health, mirth, meditation, revelry, and the performing arts. And she is also the patron goddess of dancers. Sounds like my kind of girl, performing arts. She is. Solidarity. Everything I read is that she's like a party girl. Like she's just <laughs> really great. fun to be around, always smiling, because she personifies the dawn. You think her and Demeter hang out? No. In the in the extended universe. <laughs> or do you think there are two entirely different parties? I think Amino Uzume would be too much fun for Demeter oh, to hang okay. out with. Wait, no, I'm not thinking Demeter. Who am I thinking of? 
uh, the wine man. Dionysus? Dionysus. Do you then think yes. Dionysus and... Okay. Yeah, probably. Okay, that would make sense. They can, I don't know why I thought it's a beater. They'd be able to have a conversation. But as I mentioned, she is a Shinto goddess. And just a little bit about Shintoism. This is a religion, sort of. I'll get into that in a second, but... It originated in Japan. It's often considered the indigenous religion of Japan. And there's no true consensus of what it is. It, there's a lot of local and regional variation. And some people will call it a way of life rather than a religion. So they'll sh- you'll say, I practice the Shinto way. Right. Instead of nece- necessarily saying, I am a Shinto, Shinto, Shintoist. Right. This might be getting ahead of it. it but is it mainly because a lot of it's taught by word of mouth rather than like what's written down so it's not like there's like a common book or whatever that's definitely a possibility i didn't actually come across anything like that in my research the biggest explanation that i could find is why it would be so there's so much variation it's polytheistic okay so we have instead of multiple gods being worshipped it's spirits that are called kami and their spirits are holy powers. They can inhabit places and elements of nature, and they are said to be in everything. So there's like a water kami, a sun kami, right. a tree kami, and this has led some to classify Shinto as an anim- or Shintoism as an animistic religion. Dang, that's what I was trying to think of. Oh. Was, anim- <laughs> was animistic. Yeah. So animism <laughs> is actually an anthropological idea. It's not a religious term, which I think is really interesting, but. I digress. It's an anthropological idea. Put it to put it very simply, it is the belief that everything has a soul. Right. Yeah. Right. That's uh not just humans. And it's very common amongst like cultures all over the world. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily just in one area. Yeah, like a lot of um like a lot of indigenous American cultures can be considered animist. Right. Or animistic. But yeah, since there are kami and everything Clearly, you can see where there might not be a general consensus on what the Shinto religion practices. Sure. The kami are worshipped at buildings called kamidana, which are small household shrines. You can worship them also at family shrines and then at public shrines. And the public shrines are called jinja. And at these public shrines, priests called kanushi will oversee the practice of leaving offerings for whichever kami inhabits that particular shrine. And shrines, from my understanding, can be for either one kami or they can be for multiple. Sure. Like a set of specific ones that okay. might go together. And then probably have like multiple shrines in the same area for whatever kami. Mm, yeah. And Makes enough sense. Yeah. So making offerings to the kami will ensure harmony between humans and the kami. And you can also make an offering with the intent of having a certain kami bless you. That's nice. I like that. So in addition to making offerings to the kami and to visiting their shrines, other ways to honor or worship the kami include seasonal festivals, wearing amulets that are provided at Shinto shrines, or something called the kagura, which are music and dance performed to entertain and pacify the kami. Okay, that makes sense. And that is by no means meant to encapsulate every detail of Shintoism. That is just a little summary. thought it would be helpful for some context. Right. Because most of our listeners are Western. So, yeah. Yeah. Right now. And probably right now. for as long as this podcast is around. <laughs> it, it is something that is practiced internationally, but it's just 
known for mm-hmm. being from Japan. Context is important. That's the yes. lesson here. So moving on to Ame no Uzume. Story time, right? Yes. We love story time. Yes. This is the best part. The most prominent story that features Ame no Uzume, and it will be the only one we talk about today, it involves her luring the goddess Amaterasu out of a cave. So Amaterasu or Amaterasu Omikami was the Shinto sun goddess. And therefore, as the goddess of the dawn, Ame no Uzume would have been in her service. Okay. So Amaterasu and her brother Suzanuo, who was the storm god, had gotten into an argument. They were trading insults back and forth, and in typical younger brother fashion, Suzanuo has started to play pranks on his big sister. So he tore down the fences of her rice fields, which, I mean, it, it's kind of annoying, but you can fix that. Right. It's just, it's <laughs> you just, just some rebuild wood. the fence. Just put it back. <laughs> but. Uh, well, in today's economy. <laughs> <laughs> so let's look up what the price of wood is right now. It's probably not as bad as it was about six months ago. Wood today. What's important is if you're listening to this when it's not the time that it's released, uh, about six months ago, the price of lumber skyrocketed about three times. For a two by four, it would be $5.17. What's important is knowing how much it was like 10 years ago. Well, this one article says from bhg.com, Lumber prices are expected to rise in the next year, and if this fluctuation of high prices continues, the price will have tripled by 2025, says Richard Fung, a custom home builder with Forever Homes. Right now, the price of lumber per board foot is $1,024.30. That is as of December 15th, 2021. That doesn't make any sense to me. Per board foot? That's not what's important. What's important is the joke that it's not as easy to build a fence because lumber is expensive. Yes. So whoever the kami of lumber the... is, he's making some hot dollars. <laughs> the tree kami is just rolling in it right now. <laughs> right. What? So, little brother's been playing some pranks. Yes. Hey, y'all. Editing Jordan here. Just want to say we are about to talk about a dead animal. It gets a little bit more graphic than I intended. So skip forward, honestly, a good two minutes if you don't want to hear that. Also, if you don't want to hear spoilers for the movie The Godfather, if you do choose to listen, I, I promise it's relevant somehow. Okay, back in three, two, one. And he just escalates and he throws a flayed dead horse into Amaterasu's weaving room. Jesus. Oh, oh my gosh. And it gets worse. This not only ruined all of the fabrics that had been made and were being stored in that room and not only ruined all of the projects currently in progress, but it also killed one of the workers. <laughs> Can you imagine being one of the workers next to that happening and then going to that worker's family and being like, yeah, your daughter was killed. By a skinless horse carcass. Also, the... Poor worker that died probably had no concept of what killed her. Absolutely. She just I saw a bloody mass and then Yeah, died. I was going to say at the risk of being graphic, like you'd see a bunch of red and pink and then that's it. Death. Also, like what a baller uh, Godfather move. How is that? A, oh, I've never seen Godfather. Oh, Please explain. In the first Godfather movie, there, you know, the make him an offer. He can't refuse. You, you ever heard that line? No. Really? That's like an iconic line. I've never seen Godfather. Okay. Well, there's, they say that, right? He's oh. like, make him an offer. You can't is refuse. The, 
And then they, uh, so there's this guy they're dealing with. He, like, really loves his horse. They cut off the head of this guy's, like, favorite horse <gasps> and put it in his bed. So when he wakes up, he wakes up next to the head of his now dead horse. Hey, editing me again. Uh, we're done. You can listen easy from this point on. I can't, I can't do the voice. I'm working off for your account. No, it's like, you come to me. All oh, right, <laughs> on the day, on the day oh, it, of my 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 on the day of my d- daughter's oh, I wedding. Lost it. I lost it. Oh my gosh! And he continues to do pranks, or is this the final straw? No, that was the final straw because okay. after that happens, Amaterasu is so upset that she just runs away. Okay. And she hides in Amano Iwato, which is called the Heavenly Rock Cave. I'm clarification. Amaterasu mm-hmm. is the sun. Yes. Kami. Okay. Sun goddess. And since she is the sun goddess, her going and hiding in this cave casts the land into darkness. Makes sense. That's, uh, I mean... (laughs) And reportedly, demons start coming out of the underworld. Because it's dark, and they won't get caught by the sun. And no one can see them. What? He's covering his face with his hoodie, so whatever he's about to say is probably really bad. It's like one of the... (laughs) Oh my god. That's like the plot of one of the God of Horror video games. Are you serious? Yes. I don't know if you remember, but there's. there's, there's I hate. There is truly no. There is truly no new story. Right where um, what's oh his face God. dropped out of the sky? Who's the sun god? Helios. Helios drops out of the sky, uh-huh. and so he goes to where he last saw Helios drop, and then goes to the underworld, and then there's all this stuff. That happens. I know you don't remember that. (laughs) No, I blocked it out, honestly. It all ran together and I said, I'll never use this information again. Clearly I was wrong. You can't wait for me to do the second era of God of War games, can you? I'm scared. I'm glad you won't be able to do that one for years. (laughs) Because they're still putting those games out. (laughs) I'm so infuriated right now. I can tell. But anyway, just because I don't want to think about Kratos anymore. Amaterasu... Hiding away. World is dark. Clearly, as we know, happens when the sun goes away. Plants start dying. Animals freak out. You lose all sense of time. Generally, just a bad look. It's not good. We need the sun to survive. Yeah, you never know when to go to sleep. You never know when to wake up. Um, it actually doesn't sound too bad. I could I could blame not going to work because I, I didn't know what time nah, it was. I'd get sick of it real quick. I'd in, be okay in with today's it. modern, we have like electricity and lights yeah we would still have day-to-day life i'm sure well i'm talking about back then i'd be okay with the excuse so the other gods and goddesses try to get her out of this cave they put some crowing roosters at the cave's entrance so that hopefully it will trick amaterasu into thinking it's the morning and it's time for the sun to come up but that doesn't work but then ameno uzume had an idea so she gets an old tub and a mirror and goes to the entrance of the cave. I'm picking up the iPad because I don't want him to see the notes I'm about to say. Just read your notes. I'm not reading them. I want your genuine reaction. So she takes the tub, turns it over, and stands on it. And she positions the mirror so the other gods and goddesses could see up her skirt. This was kind of an easy thing. She typically wore really loose clothing. Okay. So she... She starts to dance. And it became clear she wasn't wearing anything under her dress. Okay. And the gasps of the other gods and the sound of Ame no Uzume's feet still was not enough to get Amaterasu to come out of the cave. Okay. So 
Uzume takes it a step further. She tore open the front of her kimono and revealed her breasts in a parody of a striptease. And okay. the, <laughs> the other deities just found this hilarious. They start laughing uproariously. This, God, this just sounds like a, like a, a terrible, like, I don't even want to say plot. Like, you, you, you could imagine a drunk white girl doing this at a party. And, like, I feel sorry for her because everyone around there is, like, taking videos and being like, but I guess Samanino Uzume is doing it to her own fruition and for a good cause. But that's all I can envision now. Oh my gosh. You don't need to feel bad for her doing this. She's actively choosing to do it. I feel bad for the drunk white girl that's in my head. We're not talking about the drunk white girl. So there's more? Yeah. Because, yeah, Amaterasu hasn't come out yet. Well, the striptease works. That's what I was... Oh. That was the more... (laughs) It works. Amaterasu comes out of the cave. Uh, one of the, one of the sources I looked at was like, and she really comes out. <laughs> I was about to say, Amaterasu is like a female goddess, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she, the laughter just escalates to a point where she can't resist anymore. She just has to see what's going on, and so she comes out, and as soon as she steps out of the cave. Some of the gods place Shimanawa, which are long ropes of hemp or rice straw, across the cave entrance to keep her from going back in. Right. That makes sense. Got to protect the investment. Yes. But <laughs> she had no interest in going back into the cave. It seemed like too much fun outside with the dancing and the laughing and the revelry. Right. And also she saw her reflection in the mirror Izume had set out and she just really liked the way she looked. <laughs> So she didn't want to go back inside the cave. What a, what a power move! <laughs> I love I love the self love. I love the self confidence. I know. I just like looking in the mirror and be like, "Dang, Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I look, I look pretty good." So, with that, the sun went back into the sky. Like Ozume, you're not wearing your clothes anymore. Can I can I try them on? <laughs> Let me see how I look in that kimono. <laughs> So, from her actions in this story, Amino Uzume earned the epithets the Great Persuader and Heavenly Alarming Female. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I do too. Heavily Alarming Female. And the half. Da- took up in half. <laughs> and the dance that she performed on top of the tub is said to have been the origins of the Kagura, which is the dance I mentioned earlier that is done right. to okay. honor the Krami. And she is still worshipped today with some prominent shrines, including the Tsubaki Grand Shrine and the Tsubaki America Shrine. The Tsubaki Grand Shrine is in Suzuka, Japan. It was founded in the year... Do you want, actually, I want you to guess how old you think it is. Oh, okay. Uh, it's one of the oldest shrines in Japan. But think about how old Japan is. Yes. I'm going to say 5,000. 5, like 5,000 years from now, I guess 2000 BC. It was founded in 3 bce wait which is actually younger than you're thinking okay so i put it back really far back yeah okay. it's still 3 bce that's insane that's Two, wild 2025 years ago yeah and it's still standing good for it the tsubaki america shrine is the first shinto shrine built in the u.s after world war ii and you know given america's treatment of all things japanese during world war ii that's right. pretty significant and it is located in Granite Falls, Washington. 
That makes sense. Yeah. That state makes sense. Yeah. We go Washington. We like our uh, go Seahawks. <laughs> My debit card has a Seahawks logo on it. Don't tell people that. <laughs> <laughs> and the number is four six nine. I'm kidding. <laughs> as far as pop culture is concerned, I honestly could not find a lot, which I was surprised. But she about. sounds like such a fun character. I know. I like, was expecting think she'd be in... a lot more, and maybe. I don't know. Maybe because of the circles of the internet I'm in, I wasn't able to find a lot. I What I did find is that she appears in the Megami Tensei and Persona franchises as a summonable demon. And I found a whole bunch of stat blocks that meant nothing to me because I've never <laughs> played either one of those games. But she is in Megami Tensei and Persona. So my sources for this week included Warriors, Witches, Women by Kate Hodges. It's a book. It's great. It's a good starting point for a lot of my research, actually. The video Miscellaneous Myths, Amaterasu and the Cave by Overly Sarcastic Productions on YouTube. That's a good, quick, quick and dirty summary. The animation is also really cute. And also the Mythopedia and Wikipedia articles on Amino Uzume and Amaterasu. Is is the shameless plug bit getting old yet what to give money to wikipedia i mean i forget (laughs) every time so and also what would we do without them (laughs) kind of have a catchphrase i did want to say this i did want to say this so i'm in grad school currently and one of my classmates said about because we were reading ironically enough the enuma alish (laughs) which we talked about in a past episode But my classmate mentioned that he looked at the Wikipedia page for the Enuma Elish because it condenses it down so nicely because the Enuma Elish is extremely repetitive. To the Wikipedia comment, my professor said, wait a second, I love Wikipedia. Don't discount yourself for looking at Wikipedia. So if any of y'all are in high school and your teachers like never use Wikipedia, a college professor at the graduate level said it was okay with at least three degrees <laughs> just as always use discretion fact check anything you read on wikipedia and give them money and give them money. <laughs> <laughs> so is it recap time yeah all right recap number one susano wo is the original godfather with his uh okay whole body horse thing whole body <laughs> amaterasu was the original lizzo with their whole self-love thing also, I get it. You gotta chill out in the cave for a little bit, work out your problems. Your alone time is important too. And then she comes out, and she, you know, fully loves herself, and also fully loves uh, Uzume, which brings me to my next, my my third one is Uzume is the original party girl. Yes. My and my my bonus recap. <laughs> you always end up doing four. Well, it's uh, I wanted the theme of the original insert, the original insert, the okay. original insert. It's just um oh my gosh, the heavenly alarming female. What a title. <laughs> <laughs> like oh what was like the dread Persephone? Yeah. The, the heavily al- alarming female. Yes. It's just Sekhmet had some good ones too. Sekhmet did have some good Sekhmet ones. Had some really- I really do like what they name women. Uh, I like how most men, gods that we've dealt with, are just like, yep, that's just the god of thunder. Anyway. Anyway. So that brings us to the end of this episode. A nice little short one, but it it was a fun one. It was a fun one. We needed some. We we all need some lighthearted things in our lives. So I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. 
Thank you very much for listening. If you like this episode or you've been, you know, listening for a while and you like the episodes so far, please consider giving us a four or five star rating on your podcast platform, which you can rate podcasts on Spotify now. I did not know that. Yeah. Mm. I accidentally saw it the other day. Time to rate some of my other podcasts I haven't gotten yeah, to. Yeah, I've been yet. I've been rating the ones um, that I listen to. But yeah, you can rate on Spotify now, which is really exciting. Because I believe the majority of our listeners are Spotify listeners. Yeah, you can also consider leaving us a written review. I don't think Spotify has that capability yet. I know Apple does at the very least. And a lot of other podcast apps pull their metadata from Apple. So I promise it still helps us on Apple, even if that's not your primary listening platform, we would appreciate it nonetheless. And also, you know, tell your friends. Yeah, word of mouth. Word of mouth still means a lot. (laughs) Please. And you can also find us on Instagram and TikTok at A-O-W-T-G podcast. And you can email us at A-O-W-T-G podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, tell us what we're doing wrong. We can only get better by by knowing our, our faults. That's true. But be nice, please. <laughs> please. Please be nice. I'll I'll screen all of them. So if they're not nice, Jordan won't read it. But sincerely, as two white people looking at different cultures from around the world, we, we need to have ourselves checked if we need to. Yeah. So please let us know. Yeah. And remember, if you don't have a mythology friend, you probably are the mythology friend. I'm going to go dance on a bathtub. Let's go. <laughs>